the audio should sound good if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple. I just messed around with it for a really long time and I think I've got it, but if it's not super crispy, I'm very sorry. I really tried my best to figure it out. I don't know if something changed or what. I haven't changed any of my settings, so I'm very confused, but hopefully it sounds just as good as it normally does. I remember, I think last episode was really quiet for some reason, so I'm not entirely sure like what's happened. I'm not the most technologically adept person, so it takes me a little while to figure shit out. I'm not good with buttons and wires and such. All right, you guys, today's episode is going to be a little bit darker than it normally is. As you probably saw from the title, we're going to be talking about death and people dying and grief, which I know seems a little bit off topic kind of from our previous episodes, but I do believe that it is not off topic. I think that it actually, I mean, first of all, death is so much a part of life and this podcast is all about life, specifically in your 20s. And we're gonna kind of talk about how this sort of ties into being in your 20s. The reason why I wanted to make this episode, especially right now, is because this month, actually in a couple of days, well, depending on when you're you're listening. Actually, hold on one moment. Yeah, next week, essentially, depending on when you're listening, um, will mark five years since my oldest brother passed away. And so I just kind of thought, I've been reflecting a lot and I always think, even just subconsciously, this time of year brings up a lot of thoughts of death. not in like a super dark way I guess just you know I just think about it a lot more than I normally do and also I already had this episode planned but my great uncle actually just passed away a couple of days ago so there's just death going on right now and I feel like I want to talk about it I really want to talk about grief really badly and I always have some of you may already know that my oldest brother has passed away or had passed away I've only really fully addressed it, I think, once on my YouTube channel when it had happened because I obviously went pretty MIA for a little bit there and I felt like I kind of wanted to explain and it just, I feel like for some people, it's, it helps them to talk about it. Everyone's different when it, when coming, like when dealing with death. And then I normally like make a post about it every year on his anniversary, like what do you call that? Your death anniversary? That sounds really weird, but yeah, I normally make a post about it, but I don't really talk about it that often. And so some of you may have already known that some of you may have not, but yes, my oldest brother passed away in 2018. Uh, He was 30 and I was 20. So he was 10 years older than me. And I've basically spent the entirety of my twenties without him, which is weird. And I didn't really think about that until literally the other day because I was like, well, this episode doesn't really have to do with your 20s. But then I was like, well, it kind of does for me at least because I experienced death of a close family member in my early 20s. I was literally 20 years old and I have gone through pretty much all of my 20s without him. And so it has shaped me in a lot of ways and it's changed me in many ways. And I'm sure for a lot of you who are listening, if you have experienced death especially with someone close to you who you love you will understand what i'm talking about also if i do cry i don't feel very emotional right now sometimes i can kind of tell like if i'm gonna cry or not i might cry i might not we'll see it's a surprise (laughs) we don't know so i want to talk about grief and losing someone you love 
Unfortunately, it isn't something that's just something you experience in your 20s. A lot of people will experience death at varying ages. Some people experience it when they're very young. Other people might not experience it until later in life. It is very different for everyone, just depending on everybody's circumstances. But I feel like I grew up my entire life up until I was 20 years old. Obviously, I had had older relatives pass away, but I had never had anyone very, like, in my very close family pass away. I had had distant relatives. I had gone to funerals of, like, family friends and stuff, but I'd never had a close friend or a sibling or a parent or anyone really close to me, aside from pets, pass away in my adolescence, in my childhood. I had never experienced it really at a close level. And whenever I would hear stories of, I don't know, in the news or even people I knew at like school of somebody's close family member passing away, it would obviously be very sad. But to me, it just felt like that's really sad for them, but that would never happen to me. You just, it just doesn't feel like something that can actually happen until it does. And for those of you who haven't really experienced grief or losing someone close to you, there's really no way to explain it and, and, uh, and have you understand what it feels like until you actually go through it because it's one of those things that it just feels like you know that it happens and you know that it exists and you're aware of it, but it feels so distant from you. Like it feels like it really wouldn't happen to you and it just it doesn't feel real until you experience it. And once you experience it, it really shifts your entire perspective and just your entire life. Like you will not be the same person after you experience grief. It's an, an unexplainable feeling. Inexplainable? Unexplainable. It's just a feeling that, it's one of the worst feelings in the world. It is the most painful feeling without actually being physical pain. It's, I don't even know how to explain. It feel like, I, all of the cliches and all of the phrases and quotes you've heard about what grief feels like are true. Like it feels like you have a hole inside of you, that there's this empty void, a piece of you is missing. Like all of those things are so true. And even though it isn't a physical pain, it physically hurts. Like I don't know how to describe it, but it's just a feeling that it physically pains you even though it doesn't, if that makes any sense. But again, I can't make you understand it until you actually experience it. I'm sure a lot of you who are listening understand what I'm saying and some of you may not and that's fine. I still feel like we're all going to experience it one way or another. Everyone's going to experience it, experience it in their life. So at one point you will understand, which is sad, but it's also just a part of life. And I feel like that's fine. Grief never goes away, but when people say that time heals, it is true in an extent. You'll never not miss that person. It will always, there will always be that part of you that misses them and wants them to come back. But the more time that passes, the easier it gets to deal with and to handle. And everybody experiences it differently. Grief is so different for everyone. So you really can't judge somebody for how they react. Like some people might use humor to cope. And I know it sounds weird, but that's just, like, it's just, it comes in so many different forms. For me personally, I think that I've learned in my 
in my experience with grief that I don't handle it that well and I don't really know if that's the right thing to say because again everyone experiences it differently and you're not really supposed to be able to like it's supposed to be this thing that is so difficult to handle so I don't really think anyone handles it well but I I think for me even though I'm so aware of life and so respecting of life and I I find every living thing so like I just find life amazing that life exists and every single living thing I think is a miracle that it is here and I hold so much respect for life and for living so you would think that I would be able to handle death just because I understand that it's a part of life and that's sort of what makes life beautiful in itself but I think it's really hard for me to wrap my head around something being here and then all of a sudden they're not here anymore it's just such a weird, it's just so weird. Like it's so, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. And that's why it's so hard to understand if you haven't experienced it yet because you. it's so hard to look at a person and think to yourself, one day that person won't be here. Even to your own self. It's like one day I won't be here anymore. And that's so, so hard to fathom like I, I feel like your brain just I feel like your brain is purposely wired to not be able to, fa to fathom it because it's all you've ever known is life right like you've never known anything different and so I feel like that's why it's like how could I even possibly imagine not existing <laughs> or anyone that I love not existing it's just so difficult to process and I there's no like cure like there's no answer I can't this podcast isn't about how to handle grief because there is no how to you just do like pe there's people who have gone through the most horrific amounts of grief and traumatic experiences and somehow they still make it through and it seems impossible but you just keep pushing on and as difficult as it is it's it, it is a part of life and I want to talk about that more because I feel like the presence of death is one of the reasons why life is the reason why life is so beautiful if we lived forever we wouldn't appreciate life at all you know we wouldn't even have goals or aspirations or anything to live for because we have all the time in the world the fact that we know that one day it will end is the reason why life is amazing and why we should um, yearn to make the most of it and why a lot of us do or like we want to because we only get one of them and we know that it's going to end one day being more not morbid what do you call that mortal <laughs> being mortal is a blessing right like you need to die to appreciate life you need to have death you, there needs to be an end to it to be able to appreciate it and cherish it the way that you're supposed to so like I said, even though there are people, unfortunately, who do experience death at a younger age, I do feel like your 20s is when you start to experience it, experience it more. I feel like a lot of us in our 20s, that's kind of the time when a lot of our grandparents pass away, older relatives pass away, even people we know, friends. Like I feel like obviously, I mean, it's obvious to say, the older you get, the more people you're going to know that pass away. Duh. But I feel like your 20s is kind of 
that time when it becomes more realistic, if that makes sense. It becomes more of a wake-up call, like, oh, people do die. I feel like when you're young and you're a teenager, you don't really think about it as much, depending on your circumstances, obviously, but I feel like it does kind of seem like this faraway thing. And obviously, as we get older, we individually get closer to death because we are aging and getting older. And so it does kind of seem like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm actually in my 20s now, and then I'm gonna be in my 30s soon, and then my 40s and my 50s. Even though in our 20s we are still so young, we still have so much time left, hopefully, it does start to dawn on us that we are getting closer to, you know, we're aging, it's true. And I feel like that's when we kind of start to have those realizations that we are aging. And yeah, it's just a little bit more in our faces than we ever used to realize. And I feel like because of that, when we reach our 20s and we start to realize that the end, I don't wanna say like the end is nearing soon because it obviously isn't. <laughs> like I said, we're still so young, but I feel like because we start having these realizations that, oh shit, like life, life moves quickly and the older you get, the more it moves quickly, even though it's not, it's time, but like time is the same, but it feels like it moves quicker. Like I can't believe it's already August already for real. I, keep, I feel like every single month I'm saying that, but it's true the years start flying by and it's scary and I feel like because of that we have this realization that we should try to make the most of life and the most of all of the moments that we get and I think that's why a lot of times people in their 20s kind of have this pre-midlife crisis where we're kind of like are we actually doing what we want to be doing like you know what I mean like we kind of have this realization this epiphany that we know we kind of we come to we become aware and more conscious of the fact that um, we're, we're growing older and that death is approaching. Not yet, but it is. We're getting closer to it, obviously. And I think because of that, we start to really question our life decisions because we know that they will impact our future and we all deeply want to make the most of our lives. That's what everybody wants, right? Why would it not be? You want to make the most of the life that you have because you only have one. And so I think that's why a lot of us kind of get in these existential crises of I got to take life by the balls and actually do what I want to do and be happy about it. And there's kind of this tug of war in our heads between should I focus on making money and just kind of grinding and hustling or should I focus on having fun, making memories? And it is a very difficult thing to balance and find and figure out. Everybody has different priorities. I did talk about this a little bit in my how to find balance episode, but it's one of those things that you have to kind of weigh. And I'm and it's it's not like you it just because you're having fun doesn't mean you can't make money. Like that's not true. There's a lot of people who have found a way to really enjoy whatever it is that they do to make money. I personally really like my job. Are there cons of it? Yes, of course. There's going to be cons of everything that you do though. Like you can't ex escape that. Nothing's ever going to be 100% amazing and beautiful and wonderful. Again, that's just part of life. But I feel like we do kind of get to this point where we're like, okay, how am I going to actually, how do I actually want to live my life? And we become more aware of the fact that it is going to end and that does put some pressure on it, but in a way that's kind of good, right? Like I said, death, death makes things have more value and more meaning and there's more reason to live because you know it's going to end and you know you only get one, one shot at it. 
as far as we're concerned, we only get one. And no matter what you believe, like your afterlife, whatever you think happens to you after you die, doesn't really change any of this. And also I feel like if you do believe in an afterlife or like heaven, whatever, I feel like you should still want to make the most, like you shouldn't be like, oh, don't worry, like I'm going to have this amazing afterlife. Because first of all, you can believe whatever you want to, but we don't actually know anything like at all. We really have no idea. So there's no guarantee. And I don't think that that should make you not want to appreciate everything that you have now just because you think that something great is waiting for you on the other side. Because why not appreciate the life that you have currently, you know? Okay, so I want to talk about grief and how it has impacted my life and impacted my 20s and the way that I live. So I'm going to talk about the negatives first. <laughs> like I said, I never really thought of grief as something real until I experienced it. And I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. And that's just kind of how it is. It doesn't feel, it feels like something so far away that you'll never be able to touch. And then all of a sudden happens and you realize it, that it, it is like an actual thing that happens and it can happen to you. And I think because I experienced that, it has made me more afraid of people in my life dying and more aware of the fact that death is it's existent because I lost my brother I realized that I can lose my other brother I could lose my boyfriend I could lose my parents I could lose my friends there's no guarantee of any anything there's no guarantee of the next day and I know it sounds morbid but it's true and so it has made me think about death a lot more and there are pros to it and there are negatives of it. It has made me a lot more paranoid about people I love dying because I have had a taste of it and I know that it's real now. I, I actually like, okay, so the, the, the way that I found out that my brother died was that my dad called me. I actually think he was the first person that he called when he found out. Um, he was the one that found my brother, which I don't even like thinking about, and I hate that so much. But I got the phone call from him, and since then, every time I get a phone call from either one of my parents, I am so hyper aware of their tone as soon as I answer and as soon as they speak, because I'm so, there's never a moment that they call me that the first thought in my head isn't they're calling me because somebody died. My brother, my sister-in-law, my nieces, my dad, my mom. That is the first thought that enters my mind. And that never used to ever, ever, ever used to cross my mind, ever. I never used to think that. Like my mom called me once crying. And so I had literally like a panic attack because I just immediately jumped to the worst conclusion. And she was crying because my dog had attacked a baby rabbit, which is still obviously sad. But I told her, I was like, you cannot do that to me. <laughs> please, please do not call me crying ever because I, it will take a while for me to recover after that, like literally basically PTSD. And so that is one thing. Another thing is that, like I said, I just think about it more. I, uh, it's, it's annoying. Like I, I never, I've never been a very worried person. I don't think like I've never been, a, I feel like I'm pretty optimistic. Like I pretty much always think I don't usually jump to the worst conclusions or like think of the worst things ever 
but for for example like if James goes somewhere and he hasn't called me in a couple of hours or his phone dies and I don't know where he is and it's like later than he said he'd be home I immediately think that something's happened like if he's surfing or something I'm like oh my god he got eaten by a shark a shark attacked him or he got in a car accident and I'm gonna get a call from police or his mom or something like those thoughts go through my head probably daily (laughs) and it's scary and I I actually hate I hate the fact that I get worried about it now because it's one of those things that it's so out of your control and that's something you have to accept is that death is so out of your control you you never know what's going to happen and so worrying about it is really pointless but I can't help it because I've experienced it before and I'm so 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 afraid of of happening of it happening again and me experiencing it again I I cried myself to sleep probably at least for a month after my brother died and even after my rabbit died my rabbit Dirtle I don't know if you guys remember (laughs) but I had a rabbit named Dirtle I had him since he was a baby since he was born and I do get very emotionally attached to animals I'm a huge animal lover and I always have been and I like Dirtle was genuinely like my child and and also he lived with me at a time when I lived pretty much by myself and it was I just like we hung out all the time (laughs) like I know this sounds crazy like oh my god he's a rabbit but like for real he was like basically my child I took care of him he would greet me at the door every time I'd come home he slept in my bed every single night we were homies we were best friends I loved him and I he died in a very traumatic way I just didn't expect it to happen it happened very suddenly and I think that was he wasn't even old you know it's one of those things where you can find comfort sometimes if it's like an old pet it's like well it was their time but it just happened so unexpectedly and so suddenly and it was so traumatic for me also I was by myself James was gone my parents were in Colorado I basically lived alone my roommate lived elsewhere and I was I I was left to grieve and to deal with it by myself for a while and that was really really hard because when my brother passed away I had a boyfriend at the time so I was able to be with him and I immediately was with my family as well so I wasn't alone which is something that really helps grieving by yourself is a whole other story and yes I know it was a rabbit but I think it was still just as painful as any other grief it was very really hard for me and I actually still cry about him sometimes it's just really hard for me some like again like to think about the fact that he used to be here and that I'll never ever ever be able to see him again and same with my brother and I think another thing that I've thought been thinking about as well with my brother is uh, sometimes I feel I don't want to say guilt but I feel like I compare my grief to other people's grief because there's other people who have lost siblings as well but they were extremely close to their siblings and I feel like I would I've compared my grief to other people's like oh I don't deserve to be as sad as these people because I wasn't as close with my sibling as they were to theirs and so oh it must be so hard so much harder for them or like of course they're allowed to grieve more which is obviously not true it doesn't matter what your relationship was with that person it was still somebody that you grew up with the other thing that I think is really sad about 
not being that close with my brother. We had a huge age gap, which obviously played a huge role. We were 10 years apart, so we grew up in entirely different decades, essentially, but we grew up together, but he was already 10 when I was born, so obviously I remember my mom dropping him off at high school, and I was still in a car seat when she would drop him off, so, you know, there was a huge age gap. But I think the thing that I find really sad for me is, and for that relationship, is that... I think because we weren't that close, obviously as we get older, I feel like age doesn't matter as much. You know, like when you're 20 and someone's 30, it's a pretty big difference. But the more you get older, the more that those differences don't really matter as much. And so I feel sad and I grieve for the relationship that we could have had, had he still been alive. Because I feel like now I've obviously matured so much and I'm so different than what I was, who I was when I was 20 that I feel like I would be able to understand him more, he would be able to understand me more. We could have had a relationship, a better relationship, a closer relationship, but now I'll never get that chance. And so not only do I grieve for just losing him in general, but I also grieve for the relationships that we will never be able to have and the conversations we'll never be able to have. And I'm not trying to compare that to somebody who was close with their sibling but it's sad for me that I've never even got the chance to be close with him because I just never did we never got close and who knows maybe we would have I feel like there's so many things that I've learned that I just like wish I could talk to him about because he was so smart (sighs) okay now I'm crying (laughs) and I think another thing that was really hard for me was when I met James was when I met James he was the first relationship that I had where I knew that like he would never meet my brother because I met James after my brother had passed away and so that was really hard for me because all my other relationships they had known him I need some water. <laughs> and I just wish that, like, they could meet. Okay. Oh, I need to stop so I can actually speak. I think another thing about losing somebody is that, yes, as time moves on, it does get easier. But as time moves on, you start to forget things. And I'm scared of getting, like, I just, it's just so hard that, like, as time goes on, he's, he feels, like, more and more in the distance. Like, it's been five years, which is crazy. And I'm, like, it's just, like, scary to think about growing up and, like, I'm just gonna keep getting older and he still won't be here. Okay, hopefully I can stop crying soon so I can actually talk. (laughs) Okay, so, obviously, losing someone's really hard. Um, I wouldn't recommend. (laughs) It's not fun. I don't really know how to categorize my brother's death. I don't really know if I can say that he took his own life because it wasn't really in the traditional way that you would think. I think it was more like his mental health was really deteriorating and he was really depressed and he essentially gave up and he knew he would die because of his unhealthy 
living like the way that he was living was basically killing him but he didn't care and he basically wanted to he essentially just stopped taking care of himself and uh, like chose not to but it was really his mental health problems and so just a PSA to everybody um, and a reminder I guess to take care of your mental health and ask for help if you need help and go to therapy if you need therapy and really just take care of yourself as hard as it is because I swear life is so worth living for even when it seems like it's not and yeah I just like there's so many things that I wish I could say to him and I obviously can't so that sucks so yeah please take care of yourselves and please take care of your mental health your mental health is literally the most important thing like your sanity your yourself your soul like you need to take care of it and I really wish that he had and I wish that he had sought help but he was too his mental health was just too bad for him to even want it anyways let's move on to the positives <laughs> obviously losing someone there it's not a positive thing but I think experiencing death in that close of a way will definitely change you and change your perspective when you realize that death is so very real because like I said again it doesn't feel real until you experience it not when you actually experience it but when you you know see it firsthand essentially um, I remember James and I were in Costa Rica and we had just gone to the grocery store to get some snacks and we were walking back on the beach and we were having like a really stupid argument like I think we were literally arguing about the snacks that we had got it was like something literally so stupid it wasn't like a full-blown argument but we were just like bickering with each other and we were walking onto the beach to go sit down kind of mad at each other and we see a lifeguard pulling something out of the water and we got kind of just stopped and like watched and this like young lifeguard he was probably like 19 years old was pulling out a person out of the water a lifeless body and he started doing CPR on him and he did CPR for probably like 20 minutes but obviously at that point it's pretty much you know yeah um and the guy was essentially pronounced dead and they put a beach towel over his body and James and I were just like wow we were just arguing about literally the most stupid thing in the entire world and this person just died like it just really put things into perspective how so much stuff just doesn't matter when you really think about it and when you take a step back like you could literally die at any moment so why are you wasting your energy and your time on dumb things that don't matter you know and so that was kind of an eye-opener and again like I said I feel like when you experience somebody dying you and you realize how how real it really is it really shifts your perspective and makes you realize how precious life is and how much how much more we should be appreciating it for what it is and like actually striving to make the most of every moment and striving to live as best as we can and have the best life we possibly can because you genuinely never know when your time is up you don't even know if you're gonna 
wake up tomorrow. <laughs> and I know it sounds really depressing to think about, but you have to think about it in order to appreciate life for all that it has to offer you. Okay, I'm pretty sure I talked about everything that I wanted to talk about on here. Um, I kind of just wanted to talk about grief because I never really have. And I know a lot of you have definitely experienced it. And I don't really, like a lot of people don't really talk about it because it's one of those things that's really hard to talk about for one. A lot of people don't want to. For me, I don't have an issue talking about it. It is one of those things though that it's always like kind of awkward for people because whenever you have like a first conversation with someone and it's always like, oh, like how many siblings do you have? And I'm, I'm always going to say two, but then you kind of have to explain and then people never really know how to react or treat you or like what to say. And they think that it's like, they don't want to, they don't want to make you uncomfortable by asking you anything. But I feel like a lot of people who have lost people actually want to talk about it more and actually like being asked questions, not about the grieving process, I, I guess, but more about like the person that they lost. I think a lot of people actually really want to talk about it. But that's the thing is you never really know. Everybody's different. But it is like a really weird thing that happens when you lose someone is that at some point it's going to come up in conversation. And it's just always, always just like a weird thing. I don't know and people always kind of treat you weird treat you differently like when I lost my brother so many people just didn't really know what to say to me I didn't really know what I want I didn't really want anyone to say anything to me I don't know it's weird um but I think the weirdest thing is when people kind of like don't acknowledge it or try to act like it didn't happen <laughs> is always kind of strange but there's really no right answer and there's no cure for grief it's one of those things you just have to live through and it sucks and it's really really hard and it's not fun but yeah <laughs> so if any of you guys have lost somebody that you're close to that you loved I'm thinking of you and I know that it sucks but you're not alone and <laughs> as cliche as it sounds time does heal but I know that it will never it will get easier but you will never miss them any less if that makes sense and I always remember this one quote that I think is I don't know I might be butchering it because I don't remember exactly but to paraphrase it's like grief is love with nowhere to go actually I think that is the quote <laughs> but it makes so much sense because it's like that's what it feels like that's exactly what it feels like you wouldn't grieve if you didn't miss the person and you didn't love the person thanks so much for listening Sorry this was a little bit of a dark, sad one. Hopefully I didn't bring you guys down too much, but I do think that it's good to talk about these things because they're actual things that people have to deal with. And a lot of times people try to ignore them, but they're very, very real and very much part of life. So thank you so much for listening and I'll be here next Monday.